Hello from Diplomatic Language Services, and welcome to our podcast, Language Matters. We make language accessible to everyday people by discussing features which may not exist in other languages. I'm your host, Molly Sampson. Welcome to this episode of Language Matters. Today we're talking about Romanian, and we have with us um, Alina, and she's a Romanian teacher, born and raised in Romania, and now lives here. Um, so, bună ziua, bună ziua, Alina. And I also have Raluca, who is our vice president here at uh, DLS, and happens to be Romanian as well. So, bună ziua, Raluca. Bună ziua. Thanks for the pronunciation correction. Um, so let's start. Uh, I think we were talking a little bit earlier about the influences in Romania. So Romania is primarily spoken in Romanian is primarily spoken in Romania. Yes, in Romania, the Republic of Moldova, primarily. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the differences of between Moldovan and Romanian? Well, the Republic of Moldova was part of the Soviet Union. And as a result, during the um, uh, Soviet Union times, the language, the official language was um, Russian. Uh, so the Romanian was spoken at home, so not uh, the education was not in Romanian. And as a result, um, I believe the language that is used there is maybe a little bit older. So you said the uh, Russia, Russian was spoken yeah, outside so. the home, so... <laughs> They spoke Rus- They were spoke Romanian at in home. In the house, yeah. So the language was kept, was kept alive, but not as an official language, not, not as a language of education. Um, so as a result, the the language, the words used, maybe are uh, more archaic. I see. So wasn't it the same? It wasn't the same in Romania when the Soviet Union was in Romania. No, the no Romanian continued to be the official language, so all schooling oh. was done in Romanian. Interesting. Uh, uh, so Romania was not in the Soviet Union. Oh, my bad. Not Soviet Union. Sorry, I thought I thought she meant Soviet no, bloc. No, in the yeah, Soviet she, bloc, she, she, so you she, weren't she, considered. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we're showing my ignorance of history. So can you sp- explain the difference actually while we're on that subject? So. The Republic of, Mold- of Moldavia was actually part of the Soviet Union, and Romania was just under the was part of the Eastern Bloc, so was influenced by the Soviets, but was not part of the Soviet Union. So we had to take Romania um, Russian in school, and um, obviously there was just everything that came with the communist bloc, but Russian was not did not become an official language. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but you can understand each other. It's mutually understandable, Moldovan and Romanian. Yes, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, for students who go to Republic of Moldova, they also take Romanian as the language. So the same teachers. And there are, I know, teachers around who are from the Republic of Moldova, Moldova who teach Romanian. I see, mm-hmm. I see. Uh, so let's um, talk a little bit about the writing system and the sound system. How different is your writing system from uh, the system we use in English? So it's the same uh, writing system, and in terms of so in terms of letters, there are some um, groups of letters that have a particular pronunciation. Like for instance, uh, G E is J, or C I is C, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or G H I is G. Are they always the same, or like yes. in English, do they change? Is purely they phonetic? Change. It's purely phonetic. Oh, okay, language. okay. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you have markers like diacritic markers or accents or yeah we do we we have a we have a few so for ah uh, for a which is a uh, in Romanian and for I which is e in Romanian and for um, s and for T so you, so, so you put a mark above or below mm-hmm, the letter? Yes, and it changes the pronunciation entirely. Do you have one that is confusing, that maybe English speakers confuse all the time because it's the same? Mm, the pronunciation is really different. It's hard, to, it's hard to confuse them. So, for example, in mulțumesc, mulțumesc, that's, um, it's a T. So, C is a T written with like, um, like a comma underneath. Mm. So, it changes from T to C. Okay. So an entirely different sound. I also like, um, for instance, the A would be A without um, diacritic or accent, and then it would it could have um, like a little um, roof type head okay. that would make it an U, or a head going up that would make it an U. Okay. Well, what um, sounds? I know your sounds are. Uh... We were talking about the R before. Can you guys... You want us to roll our You roll R's? your R's. Is it the same as... It's a different roll than Spanish, right? It doesn't you, sound to me like... I would think it's not quite as strong, maybe, or it's in Spanish or in French sometimes. Mm. Um, it's a R, uh, like in Raluca, <laughs> like in Radu. Whose name I can't pronounce, so... Uh, so... Um, and we do have like a little poem when for kids mm. to learn to uh, roll their R's, which goes, Rika nushtiasa zika ru ratushka ramurika. I definitely am not going to try that, but thanks for doing it so nicely. Um, so, do you, Raluca, I know you speak Spanish. Do you, do you think when you speak Spanish, do you roll it harder or how would you describe the difference? I think I know it's right. It's probably just a bit hard, like harder in uh, the stronger in Spanish. But yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just slightly lighter. I see. Romanian. I see. Yeah, Raluca. Or I think so when your husband so. says your name, does he say roll his arm more? He just uses a nicer word instead of my name. Oh, I see. Oh, that's very sweet. Okay, so um, I think kind of what's interesting is it's a romance. I mean, it's kind of the romance language being Romanian. But it's it's not super similar to French, Spanish, Italian, and Portuguese, I think, as, as those as a group. What are the main kind of similarities and differences? Well, I think it is, the grammar is uh, very similar, mm. except for um, the fact that Romanian uh, has uh, the neuter gender, mm. Uh, mm. which makes things a lot more complicated because there isn't a rule as to what word has a certain gender. And um, there isn't much rule. You, you just kind of have to memorize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there are some rules, but uh, particularly with neuter words, mm-hmm. it's, uh, like a lot of objects are neuter, and that makes the word um, behave like um, masculine for singular and like a feminine for plural. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, in terms of agreement. Okay. So how much do people care about the agreement? For foreigners, not that much, but... But I mean, so if a na- it, when you hear people messing up the agreements, does it bother you? It does. Okay. Yeah, so like, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, I think it's, uh, 
the agreements are very important. It's hard to to tell because I think when you learn the language, you really know the word uh, as it is, and you don't mm-hmm. really um, know if it's masculine or right, feminine. Right, 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 right. Um, but in terms of making. Um, uh, not making the agreement between singular and plural, like the verb and the noun, that's always a sign that, oh, somebody's not very educated or mm, is not making mm, an effort. I see. So so if I go in and I mess up my, if I learned Romanian, I can guarantee you I would mess up everything gender-wise. Do, do I sound uneducated or do I just sound like kind of... I didn't study well. No, I think people are just very appreciative of foreigners learning Romanian. Mm. Uh, They don't expect it. It's not one of the big languages. Mm -hmm. So people really appreciate. And um, they would accommodate. They will not believe that you're uneducated. So they would really be impressed that you speak the language. Okay, we'll go with that version of it. So we're talking about other Romance languages. Which which language would you say it's closest to of the other Romance languages? It's probably Italian. Uh, Romanian and Italian are pretty close <clears throat> in the past when uh, TV programming was not um, really broad in Romania. A lot of Romanians were watching Italian shows and they could just easily understand that. And probably... After Italian, I would say French, just because um, in like late 19th century, there were a lot of um, there was a lot of there were a lot of words imported from French. Well, speaking of uh, imported words, what kind of what do you borrow from outside languages? Uh, so a lot of you know maybe there's some Russian influence, maybe there's some English fluence for newer words. Where do you find a lot of your words being? borrowed from. So, yes, depending on the historic peri- historical period, Romanian has borrowed um, whether from Turkish, as the principalities were under the Ottoman Empire for 600 years. They've borrowed from uh, Slavic languages. We like to say about ourselves that we are a Latin island in the Slavic Sea. Mm. Um, in terms of Is language. it true? I guess it's in true language, in terms of language, yes, in yes, terms of culture. Surrounded. In terms of culture, too. Yeah. yeah, 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 very much so. Okay, Hungarian is not necessarily a Slavic language, but so it's not, a, <laughs> we're not surrounded. But um, yeah, I think uh, so we've borrowed from, from that. Um, and uh, as Arluka said, uh, 19th and beginning of 20th century, the um, educated uh class uh, studied in France, mm-hmm. France, so we have a lot of French influence in vocabulary, particularly like architecture or whatever it was, industry that was um, pretty, um, important at that time. And now, obviously, from English because of social media and the internet. Can you give us some examples of the English words, how those sound in Romanian? It sounds the same. We were just oh, really? discussing, I guess. Yeah. Social. So social media, social media is translated as social media. It sounds exactly <laughs> like social media. Yeah, and like and just like, like oh, oh Facebook, like on Facebook, yeah, yeah. Facebook, like and yeah. I mean, um, we can think of other. You don't roman romanize them much. Yeah, we, we put an ending to it, making it with a definite article, which is added to the end of the word in Romanian. So we would say like for instance. Okay. Um, 
So tell me a little bit about, we talked a little about the grammar, uh, we talked about neuter, but can you tell me what probably besides neuter is the hardest thing or an interesting thing uh, for English speakers? Yes, what makes it both interesting and hard, it's the cases, I would mm. think. Um, like, for instance, with my students, if, if I have a student who has studied um, Russian or uh, Serbo-Croatian or Greek, um, who have experience with cases, mm. it is much easier because they understand conceptually the dative and mm -hmm, the genitive, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, which have in Romanian different endings. Mm -hmm. Um, so is it much, much easier for an English speaker to learn Spanish or French or something and then move to Romanian? I think to learn Spanish or Italian, they, this because they are phonetic languages, mm, mm. whereas French is not. I think French is, you know, as difficult for different reasons. I see, I see. <laughs> Okay, so we always end uh, the podcast with a proverb or a saying that you like, you think shows kind of Romanian culture. Um, what 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 are your favorites? I'm not sure about I'm not sure about favorite. Um, I personally don't like proverbs a whole lot. If I were to choose a favorite, I would say I would use the do on to others, would you? like to be done onto yourself, but I'll choose a more but that's traditionally a Romanian one. Something no. that's not English. But there is a um, there is a Romanian equivalent in it's um it's Plachal to only Fajr. But it's translated the same, right? Mm, it's not I think I think this popular wisdom is old, it's of an old culture. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't think it's translated, but I think different, you know, various cultures can come up, come to the same conclusion over, over time. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah, I like the, so I like the concept behind this. So what you don't like, do not do unto others. And uh, it's basically, as Salina was saying, it's not a translation, you know, from English. It's just something that, you know, it's good old Romanian wisdom. Um, but another one that um, another one that I find funny, for example, is um, basically translates as what you are afraid of, you're not going to escape. So mm, it's, it's kind of uh, straightforward, right? Does that have any? It's it's a. Uh, I mean, Romanian... you just kind of face your fear or something. Like you might as well deal with it. Because no, 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 it's, it's like, the opposite, and it, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it, it's, I don't know if it's the opposite, but I think it's like not facing, it's not urging you to face anything, but mm. it just basically says you're not gonna get rid of this in a, in a, in a sense. It's gonna it's, happen to you. Is it kind of suck like, it up? <laughs> I'm sorry, trying to get to that, um, but it's almost like you know, you. But in a sense, to me, it's almost like you shouldn't be afraid of this because if you're afraid of this, this uh, is gonna, uh, uh, it's uh, going to uh, come uh. to you anyway. I see. I, I see. don't know. Yeah. But I was also thinking it, it, it connects to this, um, this um, approach of sometimes, that, I mean, that you see in Romanian, in Romanian people of um, being resigned to their fate. So resignation in, in the face, in, resignation in the face of um, fate or adversity. So not trying to fight something, but rather just just go along and not, yeah, and not fight it. I see. Okay. Well, anything else, Alina? 
Ziua bună de dimineață se cunoaște. Am vrut să... I wanted to just find the one that was a little bit more optimistic. Like, <laughs> Thank you. We do, we do have a lot of... Uh, fatalistic is a more Eastern culture and also an old culture. So, I don't know, resignation or just peace with, uh, with uh, the big picture and history, given also the historical uh, circumstances. So we do have a lot of uh, more more re- resigned or more fatalistic ones. But Ziua Buna Se Cunoaște de Dimineața, I think it's uh, the, a good, you can um, know in the morning if it's a good day. It's more that if you start the day well, it will continue to be good. That's what it means. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, mulțumesc. Cu multa plăcere. Is that right? Yeah, very good. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being here. And that's the episode of Romanian. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Language Matters. To our listeners, continue this conversation by tweeting us at DiplomaticLS or find us on Facebook by searching for Diplomatic Language Services. 